0: Welcome to another episode of Inside with Outsiders, and today's guest is someone whose name it took me three months to say properly. <laughs> We've got Ifani today, who's been an integral part of Outsiders. You know him as uh, a great guide, as uh, Mister February, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll get into that in a second, but Ifani is a uh, a great piece of outsiders in a sense where he's contributed so much he is like the superhero the caretaker he's a firefighter so kind of uh it's it's in your blood in a sense yeah it's, it's your personality it's in my nature it's it's who i am yeah. yes it is and and thankfully so especially because uh you keep people safe so thank you thank you uh where are you from uh
1: i'm currently living in queens uh, where are you from man where, <laughs> up, where you're from uh harlem raised in harlem where in harlem are you from uh west side harlem 135th street lennox okay all around broadway before that i was in the bronx for a little bit so pretty much for all over the all over the city
0: why did you move around so much
1: uh just like any new yorker does <laughs> rent I mean, being too high rent being too high and uh whatever situation is more convenient but gotcha. for the most part I, I lived in most of my adult life was in
0: harlem where, did you go to Bronx Science?
1: No, I went to the high school for math, science, and engineering. It's actually one of the specialized high schools that was- He's just showing off now. <laughs> math, uh, science, and engineering
0: <laughs> I'm in high school, yeah. On uh, City <laughs>
1: College's campus. Uh, and then I spent, obviously, the high school years there. And then I decided to not go anywhere and just go to City College for,
0: for okay. a CUNY, higher education. CUNY in the house, represent. Yeah, always, I'm always. A, I'm a Hunter College graduate. Yeah, rivals, man, rivals. <laughs> hey, we, we, we beat you in basketball. Actually, yeah. I- yeah. I almost had an in-game dunk on their star player. It's not about me, though. We're oh, talking. yeah, yeah, Go on, go on. on their campus, you know, uh, just saying, you almost got it. Pause. Hey, hey My fault. No. Anyway, yeah. um, so, we, then you just skipped to high school, like college. I mean, you're, let's talk about your background. You're Nigerian, right? Yeah,
1: I was born in Nigeria. came to the United States when oh, I was, I didn't know you were born there. Yeah, I was born in Nigeria. came here when I was three years old. Uh, as any new parent... Uh, bringing a kid into a different environment, my dad always emphasized, hey, you gotta learn language, you gotta learn English, you gotta learn English. And I guess in that process, I lost my, my native tongue.
0: Was that Yoruba? Ebo. Uh, Ebo. Yeah. That's right. Like my, most of my Nigerian friends are Ebo. Yeah. Um, shout out to the other tribes, uh, Yoruba and Hausa. Yeah. I know about Nigerians. Look yeah, this guy. Look at him. <laughs> but my, you know, the, my, I got a lot of family friends that are Ebo. Yeah. Um, and you spoke that you don't speak that anymore. I don't speak it
1: anymore. I understand a little bit here and there. I mean, a lot of uh, depending on when I go back to Nigeria, the more I hear it, the more like I pick up on things. I guess with like any language, but
0: how, how often have you been back?
1: Uh, last time I was back was I would say three years ago. So it's been some really? time. Yeah. It's
0: an interesting place. I have my Niger- Niger- Nigerian friends that go there, and uh, they tell me it's like the the demeanor of people there is like really rough. Yeah. Right. It's, uh... it's like yelling is communication <laughs> there, right? Uh,
1: I always say that Nigerians are very proud people. We are very proud of who we are, our heritage, our uh, what what we stand for, and so that comes off sometimes a little bit harsh on right. people who aren't familiar with it or used to it. But it's it's all from a, a generous, a genuine place.
0: Okay, I remember uh, my my close friends that are Nigerian. Um, we were in in, in it's like the summer between college, some 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 I think sophomore year, junior year in college and i don't know i was living in my mom's place yeah. i don't know where she was. was like i felt like the whole summer it was just us <laughs> in the house and we were broke i remember we put all our money together and got like uh plantains like rice or whatever we could that was cheap and we made a meal and we made like kind of like a night it was like stew plantains rice and like egg right that's yes, kind of yeah and yes. the stew was like we took whatever we found in the refrigerator <laughs> it was like marinara sauce <laughs> we <laughs> found a salmon flay like yeah let's put a salmon flay oh in there my gosh, yeah. and uh it was good yeah it was good. great memories i mean we didn't need a lot of money but we had a great time
1: yeah, that's, that's what it's about honestly oh. like we um one of the things that we're very proud of, uh, proud about is our food as i mentioned the culture but uh you'll also you'll often hear the whole debate between uh what's uh i just blank right now what is it um Jollof rice. Jollof, yes. Yeah. So you will often hear like, oh, Nigerian jollof versus Ghanaian jollof, and I'm here to set the record straight that Nigerian jollof is better. But Ooh, we'll move on. Shots <laughs> <on>. to <Not even laughs> any Ghanaians out there watching,
0: <laughs> post in the comments, uh, set <laughs> him straight if he's wrong. If he's wrong. Um, but he's in front of me, so I'm gonna say, yeah, I guess Nigerian uh, nah, is better. It's, uh, <laughs> we are very proud of the food, the culture,
1: and it's it's just who we are. It's what makes us uh, individuals.
0: So, what did you study in college?
1: Uh, I started off engineering. Uh, I started off mechanical engineering and then moved on to graphic design. So I graduated oh, wow. with a uh, Bachelor of Arts. Wait, hold up.
0: You studied graphic design? Yes. How come you never told us this when we needed like <laughs> graphics made for outsiders? <laughs>
1: because that was the fastest way for me to graduate
0: college. <laughs> gotcha. Right. Do you, are you so well-versed in graphic design? Uh, or bit. even
1: engineering? Uh, a little bit here and there. A lot of it's just like the passion of um, just seeing how things work, seeing how things are made. Um, I picked up a lot of things as far as like InDesign, Photoshop, here and there. But obviously, those softwares are a lot more expensive, so I don't really practice it as often. Gotcha. Yeah, that was was more so a way for me to segue into um, my career in IT. I started off while I was Was studying.
0: Was that right after college you went into IT?
1: No, I I actually was working at the computer help desk uh, at City College um, while I was studying, and I was there for several years. And it came to a point, there was actually like an aha moment where I was like, Am I going to continue this path of graphic design that I paid a good amount of money for right, to yeah. get? Or am I going to continue the path of IT? So funny story, I don't really tell it, is I went on an interview. I think it was, uh, it was a graphic, graphic design job. And I think it was at P. Diddy's, uh, I think, his label. And no I, name dropping. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and I presented what I thought was a good portfolio. They're like, they did the. Typical. Oh, don't call us; we'll call you. Oh, and wow. at that point, I was like, I was a little bit deterred. Uh, this is your
0: graphic design portfolio. Yes, the okay. graphic design
1: portfolio. I was like, huh, this isn't really the best. I mean, thing. Then they
0: basically told you, like, you know, we like your IT work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then one of my friends was like, hey, you've been working in IT for so many years. Why don't you apply for a job yeah. there? And immediately after, at the time I was working computer op desk, I was also working uh, at Apple and as any Nigerian yeah, genius I, bar, uh, working uh, stock backup house and just run. Um, front of house. And that along with my many years of IT and the computer op as soon as I applied to my first job getting out of college in IT, they were like, here, take all the money. So I was like, alright, I guess I'm going to stick with IT. So, so is it
0: common in your culture to have like many streams of income? Absolutely. my Nigerian it's, friends it's all the, have like side hustling It's the hustle us. That's,
1: the, that's yeah. what, this makes us who we are. So you
0: went into IT work and what year was that?
1: Uh, I want to say Well, started off in college. I was, and then moving forward, a full-time IT job around 2012. And I was doing that up until 2016, when I finally decided I was bored of it and I wanted something
0: new. And is that when, so you're a firefighter? Yes. So you're a firefighter, but you're also IT.
1: Yes. So I I am a firefighter. I work in Midtown, and I also work... um, I also work with the training, like setting up the training tutorials, and obviously we're in a pandemic, and everything is moving towards remote remote yeah. work. So, setting up remote tactical trainings for the different units uh, across the city, um, making sure that a lot of the training uh, videos and materials are available to them.
0: That's great stuff. But let's find out what what compelled you to go into being a firefighter. Um, like was there like an aha moment? Was there something like initially what when, inspired I, you?
1: when I when I was in college, one of my uh, frat bros was was said, hey, he took the, he took the firefighter's exam. Uh, He's like, hey, you should do it. And what's the worst that can happen? And then a a recruiter came up to me. He's like, hey, it's a really good way to have
0: multiple sources This was in college. This was in college, college. Was this you just simultaneously with the start of your IT career?
1: Uh, Around the same time, because I took the firefighter's exam in 2010. Yeah. And they didn't get back to me until 2015. It's a long, yeah. Is that normal? Yeah, it's it's typically like a four-year, four to five-year wait. Um, I believe I was number 4,990 out of 40,000 people who took the exam. Oh, wow. And they finally called me several years later, obviously. They say, are you still interested in this? And at the point, I was like, I could further my career in IT. I could just do something entirely drastically different. Well, what's interesting
0: is that you end up doing IT for the fire department. Exactly. Everything comes back full circle. And you also do IT for the Knicks or MSG? Yeah. Correct. Knicks, MSG. You gotta and figure it out, my friend. Liberty. I've been hearing that way too well. <laughs> yeah, by the way, um, part of being on the show means you gotta get us some Knicks tickets. Oh yeah. Did he not tell you? That. Right? Is that yeah. BAMS? Is that uh isn't that part of the show? <laughs> I mean they free Knicks six floor tickets? Four tickets, right?
1: They're in the they're in the playoffs, so uh, I uh, thought you
0: were just doing this for free food. <laughs> Why are you letting them know our secrets? <laughs> <too? laughs> <laughs> um so so how long have you been a firefighter uh, i've been a firefighter for four and a half years and what's your favorite part about being a firefighter
1: um part of it is being working where i am i'm in midtown right now and the other part of it i guess goes back to just my inherent quality where i love helping people
0: caretaker for sure i love That's helping very people evident. i mean people comment about that on our outsider adventures yeah. like we have, we have people that have written to us complimenting and their experience with outsiders and they say you know we felt so safe and felt so taken care of by Fani he waited for us and I know and I don't know if you dislike the fact that I always throw no, you in the back no, no, no it's but good. I pull you back in the back for a reason yeah. it's because you bring up the back and people who are and I'm talking about the hikes you know people hike at different paces people yeah. have different uh, physical fitness levels and so on um, so usually when you're when it's someone in the back it's someone that's struggling And a lot of people that are a lot of guys don't usually have the patience for that. I I have to be honest. I don't have the patience to wait and I don't need to. I have a a person like you to be extremely helpful. I have other guys like Brian likes being back there when you're back there and so on. Um, But yeah, I mean, that quality that you have to be the caretaker, like the superhero to make sure everyone is good is, you know, obviously translates over from being a firefighter to being an amazing outsider guide and host you know
1: <laughs> yeah for sure i mean honestly that's part of that experience i uh i tried to relay that from when i first got onto outsiders it was it was
0: such a how did you find outsiders <laughs> um, your roommates with jamie and you yeah, brought jamie to yeah. outsiders but yeah. how did you find outsiders i know the first outsiders event if i remember correctly i remember from the beginning you were helping us yeah we didn't ask you it was a rockaway ride right yeah it was a rockaway ride it was um 2018 2017
1: 2017 yeah. uh it was, yeah, 2017, and it was, it was interesting because I, I, I once again reached a, a crux uh, point in my life where it was like I finished the academy, and I just got into the firehouse. I needed something new, something refreshing, um, and I was like, you know what? It's my birthday coming up. I wanted to do something different. One of my friends actually went on an outsider. Uh, I think it was the kayaking on the Hudson. Yes. Um, he went on that, and he posted it. I was like, wow, this looks dope and i was l- just looking for some new activities to just meet new people um
0: same most people do the same exactly just like, just just like we get a lot of messages like hey i'm coming alone is that weird yeah. i'm like no that's the point come yeah. meet people yeah. and
1: at the same time i i biked a lot I, I was biking everywhere to and from work just random trips all around the city and i was like hey i like i love to bike so why yeah. not do it and i went on that rockaway ride and it was possibly the most life-changing experience ever and I don't I don't really see that on camera or (laughs) trying to make me cry no like it was (laughs) it was it was such a good experience and just seeing the genuine enjoyment and fun that people were having on this ride and just you catering to making sure that everybody has I mean it's hard you can't you can't cater everybody's experience but you did an amazing job and um making making it seem like Everybody is welcome and everybody is welcome I have, uh,
0: it's, it's it's a philosophy i have and, and i kind of adapted it through throwing parties and hosting parties in nightlife is that you know it's it's i think it's a, a blessing that everyone anyone every single person that comes is a blessing comes to your event right yes. because they're coming for something that you produce they don't have to come but they do yeah so in return you gotta give them a little of attention right a, exactly. little, a little energy i should say yeah which means attention yes which means you give a little piece of them of yourself to them so that you show your appreciation yeah. and make them feel wanted because they are wanted. Exactly. You know, it's exactly. not like a gimmick. It's not a game. It's not, no, it's, it's not fake.
1: And that's exactly it. it's that genuine desire to make sure that people are having a good time. Like once again, you can't, you can't please everybody. And that's the biggest thing. Um, but letting them know like, Hey,
0: but you, it, but you put in an effort. That's, yes, yeah.
1: exactly. Like, yes, you, um, I don't care if you're the last person. I I'm enjoying it because you're enjoying it. Right. And that's, that's typically how I am with, any Interaction that I have in, in my life, like I gain that enjoyment, that excitement when other people around me are.
0: It's funny because I remember that. I remember the first event you came on. One, I was like, This dude is ripped. <laughs> <This guy. laughs> it's like he looked like an anime, like a Ninja Turtle. Uh, other thing about you is you had some funky socks on. I was like, He's yeah, got these blue socks. Yeah. But what really stood out to me was we were riding through Brooklyn, I think we were riding through uh, Clinton Hill or Cobble Hill actually around there, maybe Brooklyn Heights. And, you know, we had, we were like riding as a huge, massive group, yeah. but whenever we'd come to an ex- intersection, some of us would stop and, but usually the guides, yeah. you weren't a guide at the time, you were a, a patron, you were attending, you yeah. were uh, an outsider per se, member. Exactly. and you were stopping in the intersection, stopping the traffic and letting people go. And I was like, this dude is, you know, (laughs) you might've paid like 15 bucks to participate in this thing. And you stopped at every, every crossing, you helped people cross. You were so helpful. And I was like, this guy, this guy is really, really passionate about being, I mean, obviously you, you want to make sure people were good, but you were all, you were sold. You were in on it, you know?
1: Absolutely. Hands down. Like it was from the first few miles and just like, the best part was like the music that I was playing. I was like, wow, yeah. this is the best event that I've done. And every event after that, like whether it was a, whatever the hikes were, I was going through a number of hikes even before I started becoming, uh, helping out as a guide where I was just like I was trying to tell everybody. I was like, yeah, I'm going on this dope trip. And, yeah. and people were like, uh, you know, FOMO is a big thing. So it was like, they'll come out. there, like, oh, how come you didn't tell me? I was like, yeah. I." I came Absolutely, to a point where yeah. it's just like, I can't tell you. I can't Sometimes tell you. Sometimes they need to see. Exactly. You can tell them, but yeah.
0: they need to see and they realize what they missed out on. And like you said, FOMO is the best promotion. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's- we all had a great time. Or, or you weren't there. I'm sorry. Till the next yeah. one. There's
1: gonna, there, that's the thing. There's always yeah. going to be another one. And there's always going to be. A, and obviously, we've adapted with the times and we've made certain adjustments to make sure that Outsiders still continues.
0: How do you like the Volvos versus the bus? Because I know, I know we were talking to Jamie, and Jamie's always adamant about the bus <laughs> bus party. <laughs> But how do you like the Volvo?
1: The Volvos are great because I feel like it, the, the buses were a great time. Like you, we have when we fill out the bus, it's like close to 50 people all on, all on the bus. And then you have some people here, you have some people there. Yeah. But I feel like now that we've evolved with the times once again, um, it's, it's good because it allows me as a guide or any other guide to have more intimate conversations with the people involved. Let's say we have myself and like five other people in the Volvo. You get to have that one in one interaction, and, yeah, it's more and now that we're also hiking, obviously keeping social di- social distance in mind, we're hiking within our, our smaller groups. You can continue those conversations, continue those genuine interactions, right.
0: and it and this this so inter- intermingling between oh, cars yeah. as well. But I feel like the connection you have with your car mates yeah. per se is you're spending an hour and a half to, actually, no, if you take the way there and the way back, you're spending three to four hours in a car with four people, exactly. five people, whatever. And you get to know them because conversation, you get to know what their, you know, music tastes are because whenever a certain song comes on, you stop bobbing your head. Oh, you like this too? What else are you into? <laughs> yeah. so, and yeah.
1: it's, it's great because also like, you'll have the, you'll have the return uh, outsiders, the, the people who come back for, later events and they might not necessarily be in your car, but you'll see them like, Hey, what's going on? You remember that conversation, you'll have that interaction, but then they will interact with another guy and then they'll gain more from that. And that, that just makes for a very wholesome and a great experience. And I
0: like when they're like, you know, I finally get to be in Ifani's Uh, car. I finally (laughs) get to be in Pat's (laughs) car. Like I like to experience that because they, they see you, you're almost, you're, you're, you're essentially a public figure. You're, you're regarded as, you know, one of the leaders for the group because that's what we are. Right. You're a leader. So people want to, want to get to know them and want to, they want a piece of you, you know, um, it, you know, could be in every sense of the way, but at the same time, they want a piece of your attention. They want a piece of, you know, they want you to know who they are. Yes. Absolutely. You know, they want validation almost. Yeah. So um, I feel like being in those Volvos, being the more intimate setting, obviously they're great, beautiful cars, oh, massage phenomenal. seats Thank you very much, stuff. Volvo, by the way. Thank you. Shout out to Volvo. <laughs> uh, but just the smaller groups makes it, uh, just makes connection, uh, more i guess it's it's not you can get connection on the bus but it's more intimate connections more intimate, connections. It's, more intimate. Yeah. it's
1: definitely more genuine and i i feel like that adds uh it adds an incredible amount to the whole overall experience
0: you um you're are you a big anime fan yeah yeah uh,
1: i was i was a bit of a nerd growing up and i don't i growing don't, up <laughs> still, still, <laughs> um, and I, I, I don't deny that. I, it's, it's who I am. It's I, I grew up watching all the anime, Dragon Ball yep. Z. Not I was gonna say, what, what season of Dragon Ball Z are you on right now? Uh, I finished. That's our producer Bam's <laughs> chiming in. It's not, it's not God. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> um, I finished Super, and I haven't gotten the, the, the newest one, and I'm just. It, they're doing a lot right now, so I have to give it some time <laughs> for it to process in.
0: You definitely got some diverse interests, and in, uh, oh, for sure, it's really it was really cool to see that. Um, what else do you do for fun?
1: Um, uh, besides outside hikes, um, <laughs> I I enjoy they're already sold. They're good. <laughs> um, I enjoy watching movies. I'm a hu- I wouldn't say I'm a huge movie buff, but I love me some give me some like Marvel movies, DC movies. I'm I guess that goes back to the whole nerd in me. I I, I thrive off of that. Um i love riding my bike, and that comes off especially last summer when we were we were riding everywhere <laughs> every weekend, every chance that I could be on the bike I, I mean that was it.
0: that was a savior for us mentally <laughs> you know I mean those bike rides. physically it was amazing yeah I, I i that summer will remain great memories for the rest of my life. Yeah. I will never forget those memories
1: absolutely um so I've been trying to read more it's it's a bit harder because i back when i was reading a lot i would read on the subway and everybody like some people would nap on the subway some people would do whatever some people would listen to music i always tried to read on the subway but now that i'm driving everywhere yeah the pandemic kind of awesome. are great for driving they are audio i don't know it's still- I, i've
0: i've i've gotten through more books because of audiobooks really? like in the first this is in April. There was a two-week period where I went through four books in two weeks. I I, you
1: know? I feel like I just need to do that now instead of just listening to the same albums over and over again. But it's. it's I mean, if you if
0: you can't find the time to read a book because you're driving, audiobooks are great. That's, there's that's, a there's a question I wanted to ask you and I forgot. You're a firefighter. You must have some crazy stories. Maybe not. What's the craziest story from uh, you've experienced as a firefighter?
1: Um, I don't know. There there've been a number of different situations. Uh, I feel like the most—it's sad that the most memorable one is that time that uh, saved a dog from an elevator. People get stuck in elevators all the time, yeah. Um, and I do remember this one time. I remember, actually remember the exact location. It was like between 52nd and 53rd and uh, 7th Avenue. And there was a there was a report of a guy stuck in an elevator. And we op- the elevator was like halfway up to like my chest, and we opened it up. There was a, giant golden retriever and it was just shivering it was scared. by itself
0: no his owner was in oh, there
1: it was i sad. mean yeah i saved the dog we, we saved yeah, the right. dog <laughs> and the owner but no, more but importantly the, the
0: dog knew to ring the emergency bell more importantly the dog, dog was in there,
1: and we, i remember we finally opened the, we were able to open the doors up and i was like i was just kind of goading the dog to come out and then it slowly i mean dogs are very they they're very aware obviously the owner was scared so the dog started being more scared and it was in there for quite some time and it finally came out. It was just in my arms, and at that moment, I was like, "Yes, I made the right career choice." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, holding this scared golden like, retriever. That's a great story. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, there's there's tons of I mean, there's fires, there's there's accidents, but at the most part, um, I tried not to take work home. That's one thing that I I feel stresses people out a lot. I mean, with everything that you see in the day to day, and if it's that much worse, I mean um ptsd is a huge is a huge uh issue not only in the military but also people all emergency workers at a certain point it's hard for them to process um everything that they see throughout the day and i just i i made it a certain i made it a goal of mine to just not bring work home because me doing that would be very stressful i mean that
0: that that's a great goal but i mean i can imagine it's not something you just snap your fingers and be like fine maybe maybe you can i couldn't yeah i mean it's different i'm not a first responder yeah it's
1: different for everybody i just uh kind of just almost take take a mental m- moment after
0: work meditation some Process. How, a form of meditation
1: i mean meditation of some sort or just like processing or self-reflection and before i go home and just like all right this happened i can't let it because there there'll be situations that are good there'll be situations that are really bad and i just can't let that uh weigh me down I mean, who knows i mean I hopefully it's working so far knock on wood nice table by the way <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: um but that's commendable because I, I don't there's a lot of people that i know that have a hard time handling the everyday stresses and they're not first responders Absolutely. so maybe i mean in my eyes you're built for this i, I mean may is
1: what what is the mental mental health awareness, awareness, awareness. Yeah. so that's definitely like what well, you don't have to be a first responder to at least take that moment to reflect and say you know see what bothers you see what uh aspects of your life and this is
0: a, this is like a reoccurring theme, and I'm I'm appreciative of that that you as a man are talking about this because we talk about how men don't usually talk about their mental health, and yeah. you brought it up. Um, there's a social stigma behind it, yeah, right? Of
1: course, there's a there's a fear. There's like, oh, I'm a guy, I have to be. Have to be jockey or have to be strong for no, but
0: it takes more a, a bigger man to be able to express himself yeah. to cry to to be vulnerable to talk about his insecurities or whatever it is Absolutely. um so you know that's that's I feel like me doing that makes me more of a man
1: yeah no, for sure and it, it I feel like a lot the good thing is that the times are also changing, so there's more resources available to to people throughout um there's more There's more media saying like it's okay to have these emotions. It's okay to feel. It's okay to reach out to somebody for help when you need it. And I feel like that that alone is tremendous because a lot of people with back in the day, like even not even back in the day, '90s, 2000s, that wasn't a thing. Like people would still be like, oh, they some this person feels this sort of way, they must be crazy. Or this person feels some sort of way, right? And it's that's that's not healthy. Cheers to that, brother. Absolutely. Cheers to that. (laughs) I'm happy I'm living in this time.
0: Now, let's hope with more time that keeps on progressing in that direction. Absolutely. You know, um, imagine what it's going to be like in 10, 15 years. Oh, my gosh. You know, five years. Seriously. Um, What are you, are there any dreams and goals in your life uh, that you have yet to achieve? Like, what are your aspirations?
1: Aspirations, own several houses, have generational wealth. I mean, it's, and at the same time, just live life every day enjoying it live life doing everything that I can what what
0: would make you happy obviously financial freedom is great and so on but is there anything else like uh any wild dream you want to share with us um there's no wrong answer
1: no honestly just I I love to travel and I've been trying to just go as many places as possible obviously the pandemic happens so that put a pause on it but once uh once people are more vaccinated and once it, it dies down i definitely like to start traveling more obviously build a yeah. family and um just make the best out of the yeah. life that i have
0: yeah the last international trip i took was february 2020 to Hokkaido, japan for that ski trip we did oh
1: my gosh i i we talked about fomo i experienced yes. fomo so badly february
0: 20th, it was a great so trip. Badly. uh february 2021 though something else happened that was very special Mr. February. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking so, about? So, <laughs> Bams, uh, our producer, can you, will you be able to cut in an image if I send you an image? You send me, I can put it in there. No. This, this, sure. handsome, you don't hide, wait, wait, what's your tag on, on Instagram?
1: Uh, eat sweat swag.
0: All right, so I, we, I, we do follow each other. So I, me- I remember seeing the picture. I was like, wait, why do I remember that? Yes, you saw You saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get me that. We can cut that I up. will. Oh, God. So what we're talking <laughs> about is you find he's obviously a firefighter. He's uh, he's like a chiseled uh, work of art. When you see him with his shirt off. Pause. But hey, I'm mad enough to uh, say uh, that. Play. Play. Uh, play. Okay. Uh, so so he actually made, and I'm surprised. And before, I want you to tell us how this came about i'm surprised it didn't happen sooner but he made the firefighter calendar uh for mr february which means he's got his shirt off he's flexing oh, in yeah. all his glory <laughs> on the firefighter calendar how did that come about oh. and why why did that happen when it did um so the tryouts for that were
1: they, they basically make it public uh within the firefighter community within the fdny community because it's not just firefighters it's emt and it's all EMT and firefighter workers. Um, they posted it up pre COVID. Um, and it was, it was almost a, a joke on my part because uh, some of my coworkers were saying that they were doing it. I was like, yeah, why not? I'll try it out. Um, and it came to a point where I was like, if I'm going to try it out, I might as well take it seriously. And I was working out.
0: You were? Yeah, you were? This man am. is always working. Uh, I, I am. I believe you were born <laughs> with an 18 pack. <laughs>
1: Uh it's my way of honestly some people have different ways of de stressing. Working out is my Same. way. Yeah. So I, I would you
0: would you say you obviously you work out for mental health reasons as well? Oh for sure. Obviously physical and vanity reasons, I'm sure anyone who works out does. But for me I notice when I don't work out, what I notice the most is one my stress levels are higher I have a harder time dealing with stressors absolutely to my body it hurts when I don't work out but that's my age maybe too but like if I don't work out I'm sore but not a good sore if I work out I'm sore but a good sore no
1: absolutely and it helps me and a lot of it is just like long-term thinking because I feel like I want to keep yeah I'm not I'm not who I was in my my 20s and I I could run a lot more back then how old are you now I'm 32 yeah did you forget yeah, a Wait little till bit. You get to my age. <laughs> <laughs> so, a memory going out. away. That's the first thing to go. But um, I, I, I'm i thinking on the long term. Like, obviously, when I have kids, I want to be able to run around with them. I want, ideally, like, if my kids are in sports, I want to be able to help them out with these sports. Or I want to get to a point where I just, I want to consistently stay active, live in active and healthy lifestyle and it, that starts with working out so
0: i want you to tell us what the tryouts were like uh it was <laughs> tell us what is it like you show up you get a pump on you layer lather yourself with like <laughs> baby was super close. 80s cheesy <laughs> montage stuff what is it
1: um we just they gave they gave dates uh, i showed up uh yes i did a, a few push-ups right before the <laughs> right before the tryouts So did course, a few push-ups you got to just a few um and it was they they gave me three poses that I had to do and can I, you
0: can you give us one of them right no. now? Hit us with a pose <laughs>
1: like that 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 it's kind of like blue steel. Oh, is that what it is? You're <laughs> such a liar. Um, and I did it and I didn't hear back from them and then um
0: be like don't call us we'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just
1: triggered automatically. No no.
0: Um, did he? <laughs>
1: And then eventually they, they said, hey, you were selected. And then I still didn't hear back from them. I was like, okay. And then they finally called me back. They're like, hey, we're doing the shoots. And it was uh, it was in Queens in the um, way to have Please a put of that rigs. photo up again in this moment, too. We <laughs> <'cause laughs> didn't see that multiple times. Uh, yeah, it was on top of uh, one of the rigs. Uh, and it was, at first I was like, I felt weird. But I was obviously when you're in front of a camera over and over again, you feel... A little bit more comfortable. So he's like, all right. They took several shots. I took it. And then once again, I didn't hear back from them. <laughs> and then the pandemic happened. And then randomly, they were like, hey, by the way, the calendars are out. But obviously, since there is a pandemic, we can't do any tours, which I was honestly thankful for. <laughs>
0: oh, you'd have to go on tour promoting yeah. the calendar?
1: Yeah. So doing a tour and I... That
0: would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, would be so
1: I just got the calendar and I was like, you know what? I did it once and I have no regrets at all
0: i i'm glad you did it because yeah, yeah. now we have a little material like fun. <laughs> but i have to be honest if i looked the way he did i i'd, I'd want to be on there
1: um yeah, but it was good it was definitely uh, an interesting experience something to do for the career
0: it's amazing it's on your resume now mr, yeah, mr. Right? mr. february maybe let's we, we, restart this <laughs> today's special guest is mr <laughs> february <laughs> um what is your favorite part of outsiders um
1: before i would say it's the different events um but as uh, what do you mean by different events the different kinds of activities we do different activities okay. the hikes um the different sites and just being able to uh be a part of that and now it's more so the ability to let people experience that initial enjoyment so oh, it's so seems,
0: seeing their happiness yes you uh, are so selfless
1: uh, it's it's scary because i i A lot of people were like oh well i'm sorry i'm holding you back i'm sorry i'm like trust me this is i'm having i'll be walking so slow and i will be i'll be with the last person there and just having that interaction having that talk and talking with them just making them feel that they are a part of it because that that might happen like you might go you might take that that leap to do an activity and all of a sudden you're like oh i'm not fit for it or i'm not i'm not ready or i just i'm shy and there'll be the introverts there'll be all sorts of personalities Mm -hmm. um but then you'll have that moment. It's like, well, at least this person's here. And right. uh, you, you're at the same time. It's not like I'm just awkwardly walking with them and you'll, you'll find, find out more about them. And by the time everybody catches up, they're like, yeah, everybody's excited. And seeing that is very important. I, I say this over and over again, but having everybody like when they finally when we all finally meet back at the Volvos and just everybody's like cheering and all like, yeah, we made it. We made it. Whether it's a bike ride or it's a hike or whatever the, whatever the adventure is, just having the last people, everybody come, come together. Come to, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's priceless for me. So that is my favorite part, and I will keep on doing it as long as my body will let me. <laughs> well, we'll
0: keep on having you because we need you there, and I appreciate you. Um, You know, there's moments when, you know, things might, we never show this to the attendees, but things aren't exactly going as they're supposed to. There's been a couple moments, and I have to be honest, you know, it's stressful for me because I'm the one responsible organizer, but there's absolutely. been moments where, things haven't gone as planned and your demeanor and your help has calmed me down and, and from having like a panic attack. So <laughs> yeah. you, you're not just calming and making people feel safe that are patrons, but even me, yeah. I appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's, if everybody's, if everybody's enjoying it, then it makes everything worthwhile. So even, even with the hiccups cause that, that all adds to the experience. Like there's been situations where it's just like, where I can, I can sense it. Like where it's like, all right, this isn't going the right way. So let's, let's figure out a way to bring everything circling. And then it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's, it's natural. Like we can't, you can't write a script for a good experience, but at the same time, you can still set the themes. You can still set the, the markers, the chapters to make it come together.
0: Uh, What is your most embarrassing moment?
1: Uh, Most embarrassing moment was in middle school. I was on the subway and I, my friend. Odell one of my best friends growing up, um, he was telling me he's like, "Yeah, you need to be more outgoing. You need to just like flirt more." And I just, I had no idea. I was so awkward. I didn't know how to flirt at all. So I was, I just gave it a shot. I was on the subway. Um, I went to school. How old were you then? I was middle school, so I don't know, like maybe, I do yeah. No, actually, this was high school. Let me take that back. It was high school because he went to another high school. I went to, an, I went to a one. Um so so, tell us
0: about you you shot your shot. What happened? How did you do it?
1: So I was on the subway uh in the Bronx. The sub the trains are above ground. And I was sitting in one of the in the middle stall, in the middle car, all the way at the end. I was sitting down and the doors open. I was like, this is gonna be the shot. Like I saw a girl at the end of it, she walked out and she walked by and I winked. I was like
0: And what'd she say? (laughs) Don't call me, I'll call you.
1: (laughs) And her look of just it was visceral, just like Ew, oh, what are creep you doing? Status. And I was really? like, from that moment on, I actually, till this day, I, I, I don't wink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to wink? Or was it like one of these? <laughs> I, whatever it
1: was, it just didn't work. So Your first
0: mistake was hitting on a girl from the Bronx.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Bronx needs loves too, man. Bronx needs love too. <laughs> Oh, I'm not saying they don't need love, but those girls are rough up there. Like, that guy, <laughs> oh you gotta come straight. Yeah, that, that definitely... yeah, We got plenty of love for the Bronx <laughs> and listen to
0: our producer, Bams. All day, all day. <laughs> um yeah most it, embarrassing
1: moment okay that's, that's not too
0: bad uh is there any question I haven't asked you that you want to you is there anything you want to tell people about yourself that what we haven't shared yet
1: I mean I it's I, it's, I try to make I I am who I, I. I don't know it's hard to say I whatever questions are asked I try to just provide the most genuine answer
0: you are basically what people say. Yeah. What you see
1: is what you get, yeah. pretty much. Okay.
0: <laughs> I had a feeling we were going that route. So every episode, we end our, our show with five rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. Okay? Relax. Uh-oh, Maybe okay. have a drink, a sip of beer. Yeah, I'm going to need this. Yeah. No, you're not.
1: I actually do need this.
0: That's <laughs> Plug. <laughs> um, so five rapid fire questions. Yeah. First thing comes to mind, you answer, okay? Okay. All right. So... Afrobeats or metal? He's a metalhead by the way. Afrobeats. Metal. Metal. He, I know the stereotype of a metalhead is not you. I'm not going to explain why I, why but <laughs> you're not the stereotype but you love metal, huh? I
1: love metal. Like I there are four concerts that now that things are opening up more. There are a few concerts that are lined up in September, October, November and I Give me some band names. Uh August Burns Red, Coheed and Cambria, Disturbed, Coheed and Cambria, no. Oh man. my gosh. Uh Slipknot. Uh, slip not still around. They were around still around in high around. school, yeah. Oh, they Korn. got a big
0: show coming up uh, in the not, summertime, yeah. Not there you Fest. Go. Really? Yep. Where's Not uh, Iowa, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to Iowa. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: it's it's going to be a I'd rather do like
0: the Deftones thing in LA, personally, but yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: So, all these, like, August Burns Red, I know, is definitely performing. I actually have tickets from last year that they were postponed due to COVID. I'm, Same, I got tickets to Deftones, uh,
0: South Street Seaport.
1: Once this happens, I'm so excited. I'm going to be right in the middle of the pit. Well, probably not. I'm getting older, so my body doesn't really yeah. recover yeah. as quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Be careful. Yeah.
0: We got some outsiders uh, to guide. Okay. <laughs> uh, next question hiking or biking? Biking. Okay. If you weren't a firefighter or an IT specialist, what would you do?
1: Uh, ooh, that's hard. Come on, rapid fire question. Uh, la, la, flight attendant. I don't know.
0: Okay. Uh, have you ever saved a cat out of a tree? No,
1: that doesn't happen in New York City. <laughs> If a cat goes up the tree, the cat's going to get back down.
0: <laughs> Was that a stupid question? No. Okay. It happens all too often. The last question for you is what is your favorite food?
1: Um, I would say
0: Thai food. All right. Well, Thai food is what you brought for us to have. Uh, this yeah. is the last bit. We end the show with asking these five questions. The last question is always what's your favorite food? And you brought us some Thai food, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, honestly, I bought Thai food. Um, I, I went to Thailand a couple years back um, with my friend, and it was the most amazing experience. The food, the street cart, the street food was phenomenal. Went to the small islands, went to a little, little small mom and pop restaurants, and it was the most fresh. So, what did you food. bring today? Uh, I brought some dumplings. Ooh. Oh, yeah, some dumplings. I only do
0: these interviews so people bring free food. Uh, that's what we, th- we thought, <laughs> that's what we
1: suspected. <laughs> All right. Dumplings. Oh,
0: and, and what is it? Spring roll or spring
1: rolls. And then there's actually some Pad C U, which are like the flat noodles. Um where? It should be coming right now. Na- oh, okay, bit. we got
0: some more food coming oh, in. Yeah, Alright, so, so tell us what what we have here. Uh we have
1: different types of dumplings we uh we have the regular fried dumplings oh, we got a
0: feast yeah, this man. is better
1: than a lot of people have brought us you know listen if you got if you're gonna eat you gotta eat well man that's the yeah, i yeah, yeah, i live yeah. by that you eat you, you gotta eat well all
0: Thank right you. so what do we have in right here
1: uh so that it should be the dumplings. it looks yeah the dumplings it looks very similar to like shumai the, the shrimp and pork uh mm. uh Steam dumplings
0: why did you pick this
1: uh i I like it because it's, it's a combination of healthy and not so healthy. Uh, the fried dumplings, everybody loves fried dump- dumplings. They're like egg rolls. It's, it's great it's, drunk it's, food. Oh, it's so phenomenal. It's so not good. that we're promoting
0: being drunk, no, but the <laughs> Um
1: I'd wink, but we all know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> no winking. <laughs> to <It> scare <laughs> off our fans. Um, and then there's the steamed uh, mm. dumplings over here. Which is, like I mentioned, they're very similar to shumai, which I love. What well, are we these have, noodles? These noodles are C um, U. One is chicken, one is pork. I think the one I'm by you is the chicken. That's me, that's you. All right, <laughs> <laughs> there are flat noodles, uh, with some broccoli rob, uh, some typical uh, Thai sauce. Uh, I couldn't make it if I could, mm. um, but th- it's phenomenal, it's delicious. It's my go to. You like have some.
0: a favorite um, Thai restaurant you get this from?
1: Um, where I get it from usually isn't necessarily my favorite. Um, it's just for the simple fact that it's closer. My favorite one is uh, around around the Union Square area. They make real... What's it good, called? Um, Lao oh, Okay. And they... It's... it's. I, I like it because the atmosphere is amazing. You go in there and they have like this amazing mural, like artwork, right up on the wall. Uh, the drinks come in like small... They have like this one drink that comes in, uh, you know, like the Chinese food rice container? Yeah. They actually have the drink inside the container. They fold it up. Really? And it's it's this is amazing. great man thank you for for Absolutely.
0: bringing the food thank you for being a great guest no, thank you, appreciate Alex. you for being uh no. such a caretaker so no. a big part of outsiders bringing in other people like uh, with jamie and always promoting us yeah. and uh i hope uh i hope we have you with us for for many years to come
1: and as long as i can physically come i will try to I'll try to be there. thank you very much thank you man
0: i appreciate always. you that's uh that's the episode of ifani ifani It took me a while to remember that name or say the name, but Yvonne Firefighter, a.k.a. Mr. February. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. Share with everybody.